podcast is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man you know needs what? a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, There's those escape rooms down in like some of the cities. I know LA's got some, San Francisco's got some. I've always oh yeah, we have them in those. Albany. Oh really? Dane Cook's been on social media like raving about them lately. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's cool. I've had some. I, I know cool. some people who tried them out and said that they're interesting puzzles, for sure. I don't know. Like being stuck, paying to be stuck in a room and trying to figure your way out. I mean, that's kind of torturous. People do that with. Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of like a haunted house. Kind of, yeah, I guess. Except I guess, there's yeah. no, except in a haunted house, there's no time for puzzles because there's chainsaws. Yeah, there's chainsaws, and you are running. <laughs> and uh, speaking of running, I don't know if I could even run right now. Oh, dude, I feel you, man. This uh, this slacker workout routine's been uh, doing a duty on both of us, huh? Yep, Matt's been working me to the bone for three days, and I'm already feeling it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it'll uh, it'll happen, man. All the like people overestimate like in place workouts, the simple things that can actually make progression on your body. We've been doing body weight yeah. workouts. Yep, got to do those squats, squats, push ups, sit ups. Introduce some lunges soon. Uh oh, we're gonna get into the more difficult things. That's what's coming my way. Whew, you're gonna be hurting. It's not that we're out of shape, people. It's just that I haven't exercised well, in a while. And Vegas is coming, so I mean, we have to be. Come on, ideal shaped. We don't want to be grossing people out. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want to be like at the pool, beer gutting. We'll see when you know, you know. when you know that uh, an event is coming up where there is probably going to be pictures. That's where yeah, you yeah you, you, start ha- to you get have these, to be at your best. You start yeah. to get thinking about these things. Yeah, man. Like these pictures could be around for a minute. Do I want to be a fat slob in these pictures that are going to be around forever? I don't think so. I think I'll choose the opposite. Especially since it's my birthday. It's almost like a uh, a milestone marker. So if I don't look good in those pictures, then like five oh. years from now, my What bur- are you going to look like then? Yeah, exactly. You know? What's the oh. parameter? There's no, That's scary. The bar just keeps slipping if you don't do something Dude. about it. It's just, you don't catch it quick. It's just a matter of, you know, getting the things that Matt's been having sending me in terms of like exercises. It's stuff that I get done in like tw- like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's not bad. It's, it's relatively quick, but it's a constant movement. You don't take a break and it'll you'll get more out of it. And I definitely feel it. So if you can like take those 5 minutes to, you know, do some push-ups, squats, sit-ups and then just kind of rotate those Yeah. What we're doing is <clears throat> it's a junior CrossFit almost. It's like something that I've like designed like based off of like the the beginning of crossfit that i've done and uh it's a lot easier and it's not like the the mayhem that crossfit is that'll fucking cause you to get hurt so it's uh especially it's the simple factors especially you've told me before that like if you do the crossfit stuff without an instructor and you do it wrong you can end up hurting yourself yeah especially when you get into weights man the heavy like lifts and all that you really don't want to fuck around without proper form no no you don't want to mess like, around there's with that. a million internet videos out there of people that are thinking they're doing the correct thing and then all of a sudden you know they're they're out for months then their butts hanging out of their shorts i didn't know which oh. videos you were talking the glute, about like snaps uh, oh. or I, I love oh. the ones where they're like doing the the dead lift thing and it's like or like any of those like heavy oh. heavy lifts and they just puke <laughs> oh dude yeah yep yeah they're just like keep going you get that yeah, you see it in their face you get a lot of passing out Yep. Yeah, you see a lot of passing out with heavy weights. Like people think they can handle it, and you then they breathe. hold their breath and don't breathe. Yep. And then you end up where you you go down, and a, a fucking couple hundred pounds lands on you. No, no matter if you're talking uh, smoking weed or lifting weights, gotta breathe. Gotta breathe. Breathing's <laughs> crucial. Get that oxygen in your system, people. Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna keep working out, and uh, 
see where that gets us by the end of May. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. Thank you for tuning in as always. This is Matthew. And Jesse. And uh, we started out strong talking about getting big, getting getting jacked. Getting fit. It's always Follow good. Follow our lead, people. Get with it. Like, wh- Matt's, what are you Matt's doing? Matt's getting super healthy. Back to the keto for the most part. I, a little cheating here th- and there. That that whole keto thing, it was, uh, I <sighs> I understand very little of, of the entire picture, I've realized. It's, it's yeah, it's an intricate diet, um, but I'll tell you, like, I've never had results from any type of, like, restrictions as I have with, like, ketogenic dieting. Like, uh, 40 pounds in, like, a very little over a month, like, and you know, and I, I mean, mean the it's main, insane. The main thing behind it is cutting out the sugar. The sugar is the worst part of it, man. Carbs are pretty bad, too, because they transition sugars through your body anyway. But pure sugars are the worst, man. They hold fat. They hold the water weight. They do a lot lot to you. Which makes sense. I'm wondering if big sugar, you know, uh, bribed oh, the, yeah, baby. the nutritional, what it, the FDA makes that pyramid. They put them at the fucking yep. top, man. There's money. They put them at the There's money flowing. <laughs> that whole pyramid's fucked anyway. It says, like, bread's, like, the base of it and shit. Yeah, you got sugar on either you want side. Diabetes. You got a, you got one a, sugar at the top and then sugar at the bottom, essentially. Yeah, bread's, yeah, bread's like a whole tasty, ton of fucking sugar. But that pyramid's made out of sugar, dude. <laughs> Veggies got a little small slice out of it. Yep, <laughs> a little bit of meat and dairy. But uh, a little meat and dairy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've been trying to uh, understand it more, and I definitely get the benefits, but the uh, execution. What you can have. Is the what you can part. have is yep. the problem. Yep. Yes, it's it's. Ketogenic is not really that friendly for any type of like pre-prepared meals. You have to do it all yourself. You can't go out. You won't be able to eat many places. It, it's it's definitely a pain in the ass. But if you want results, people, what are you gonna do? I'm on you that. I'm on that pizza and ice cream diet. Pizza and ice cream diet. Yeah, I've heard of that one. That's the that's the one that really fucks you up. <laughs> it's all it's all about temperatures of food. Oh, that's your okay. That's- You're going from the hot to cold. You think it transitions gets uh some calories burning you just gotta make sure you eat the ice cream right after the pizza that's how that works ah, okay <laughs> okay so do, okay I see. we've been we've been talking a lot of diet and a lot of exercise we do we have any news for uh the people while we're still in the intro portion of the show hmm racking my brain i can't think of anything you know you can always uh, check out our social media we'll do the plugs at the end of the show if you stick around for that we also talk about our patreon ways to sponsor the show uh, one thing I was thinking is if anyone out there uh, that listens to our show knows, we put out bonus episodes that have interviews with really interesting people. And I was racking my brain. There's got to be a couple of interesting people you out there listening to our show. If you have any interest in being on the show as a guest or if you have a cool hobby that our audience would love to hear about, we'd love to hear from you. Get at us at our Gmail, AmericanSlackerPodcast.gmail, or you can even slip into our DMs however you want to. Yeah, get at us. There's multiple ways of doing that. Other than that, I don't think we got too much besides starting out with the weed news. We have, of course we have to start out the bizarre news with weed. Come on. Absolutely. We've been trying to uh, you know, lay on the weed news here so that people can be properly informed as to what's going on. There is an interesting development in travel concerning marijuana. The TSA has flip-flopped on medical cannabis. Oh, yes, they have, and it's about time. We found an article posted by Leafly, which is known uh, to give a lot of like marijuana-related news. It was posted on April 5th, so relatively recent. Um, this kind of just jumped out at us. We, we had another article lined up for this part of the uh, news, but we decided to go with this one because we thought it was a lot more, a lot more interesting. The TSA is now saying that you're allowed to carry medical marijuana in your check baggage and in your carry-on baggage. Yes, which makes travel a lot easier, especially if you're an advocate. The TSA security officers do not search for marijuana or other drugs. In the event of a substance that appears to be marijuana uh, is observed during security screening, TSA will refer to the matter to a law enforcement officer. So I'm not sure what that means. Huh. If you're so is, is it at the discretion of the officer? Is that what you, like? So if they find the marijuana, are they going to, you know, they're not going to do anything, but will that officer do something? You know, are, is the officer just yeah. going to check and see if you have a medical marijuana license? Got the proper permits and paperwork for that weed boy. 
Which, you know, I, I have a medical marijuana uh, card from California. And I, yes, it's, something you do, you lucky bastard. it's something I've been wondering. Because, uh, you know, I grew up with Matt back in New York. And uh, I go to visit my family. And you're back to being a criminal. Yeah. So, Basically. So then they had updated uh, later at 5... Or, I'm sorry, at 11.45 a.m. That it was not allowed in carry-on and check baggage. So there's your flip-flop. They said it was, and then they said it wasn't. Huh. So they don't want it on carry-on, but you can have it in your your stowed-away bag? Is that what you're saying? No, they flip-flopped entirely. I read all the way down to the bottom of the article, and they said that marijuana remains a legal substance under federal law. The passenger originating, the passengers originating in destination airports are not taken into account. Airport law enforcement will be notified if marijuana is discovered by a TSA officer during the security screening process of carry-on check baggage. Whether or not the passenger okay. is allowed to travel with the marijuana is up to law enforcement officers' discretion. Okay, so yeah, it is it is up to the, the actual officer to let them slide or not. We're getting into a sticky, icky situation here. Well, it's because, like, I know you've heard it as well. All the rumors were going around that TSA was giving up on checking for marijuana in general because it's a waste of time, waste of resources. Absolutely. You know? um, That's, and it, that was it's the It's upsetting to see that they're flip-flopping back and forth that it just makes it harder. I mean, if you partake and you're, you literally need this for medicine if you're a CBD user. I mean, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass. Like, There's people the who use it to stop seizures, you know? That's what I was thinking mainly, is the seizures. I mean, those are the most critical ones. People, like, literally can't live their life without it. Yeah, it's, uh... They, yeah, I'm looking at the actual TSA.gov website right now, and it says, medical marijuana, no, no. So, hmm. prescription medicines? God damn it. it. Liquid, yes. Prescription medicines, pills... Yes. Liquid vitamins. Yes. Insulin. Yes. So, until our federal government turns around and says that marijuana is cool to use as a medical substance, I don't know if the TSA is going to stop hassling people. Huh. Man. They should stop hassling people. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's quite the pain, and I'm sure there's. I use it, you know, for uh, for to go be able to go to sleep for uh, shoulder pain. I, you know, I my shoulder dislocates. I've had surgery, and oh yeah, and man. I have joint pain. That's half the reason I like. Well, one of the reasons I came out to California. You know, it's nice and dry out here. The humidity doesn't bother my joints nearly as much, and I get to smoke joints. So and you get to smoke joints. <laughs> so I, I like it. I don't know. It's uh, it's something that we need to consider when people are traveling. They might need to, you know, use their medicine. Yeah, man. And it's just the prescription pill game that's just so ridiculous. Like, the fact that people can walk around just because the doctor told them it was all right and they're abusing these prescription pills and they can carry them on a flight, whereas a non-addictive substance is illegal. Now, it's interesting, though, that at one point, it was at 9 a.m. The, the TSA government website was changed to a, a medical marijuana being okay. And then by 10.55, it, prescription, uh, well, yeah, prescription medicines, it, it has listed here, said special instructions. They took it off completely, so it was just gone by 10-something. And then when it came back by 11-something, it said, by 11.45, it said no to both of them. So, something happened. Huh. It got changed. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, somebody intervened there. Like, uh, some type of government. And, somebody. And maybe it has something to do with that weird stipulation where it's like the TSA will divert to a law officer. So, is it legal? Is it not legal? It's not really up to them to say. They don't really get, inter- like, involved. Eh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a confusing web. It's terrible. Yeah, we need to uh, uh, we need to take a stance in this country and say marijuana is okay and to be used as a med- medicine. You know. Yeah, man. There's quite a few you know natural remedies for medicine that are illegal, and it's 
there's always an agenda from some other hell we get uh, that's keeping it this way we get morphine from the uh, opium plant so yeah man. we learned yeah. that on our last episode where we talked about parrots stealing opium pods fucking thieving parrots you'll, man. you'll learn something new on every episode of american slacker yes sir and keeping up with that theme our next story is full of drugs as well And what we have here in Newburgh Heights, Ohio, is that a 25-year-old man was arrested for being butt-ass naked on a swing set in Washington Park. (laughs) The police did not take kindly to this, as you would imagine. Now, they showed up, and they see this butt-ass naked dude, and they say, Get off those swings, man. What are you doing rubbing your nuts all over there? (laughs) Um, Apparently, the man complied. He got off. And then they uh they threw a blanket over and handcuffed his ass. Threw a blanket over him. Oh, well, I guess he's naked. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to touch this butt ass naked dude. <laughs> Looking at the photos of him, he looks like a creep. I'm not touching him. I would. God, I want gloves to handcuff the dude. So this dude's tangled in the uh, in the swing set here. He's tangled in the swing set. Butt ass. The police stated that they they believe this man was clearly under the influence of alcohol or drugs. And then he proceeded to tell the officers that he had taken acid and that he was tripping balls, quite frankly. Okay. Um, and also on the body camera video, the man was heard asking an officer if he was God or, or Jesus. <laughs> a, little, uh, a little ASP PSA for everyone out there. If you're doing acid, get a, get a babysitter. Get a trusted get friend a babysitter. to watch you. That's the the most important thing. If you're ever gonna do something like acid, any any type of hallucinogen, you need a babysitter. Otherwise, you might end up at a park, butt ass naked on a swing set, and cops will be after you. But that doesn't it's mean just plain facts. People. If you get arrested, that you blame that babysitter because they can only do so much yeah. to hold you back. Yeah, I mean, you're on drugs. Can't reason with the drugged up naked guy. There is <laughs> there's no reasoning with an acid consumed mind. Yeah, especially they're if they're running running wild like that. Oh, dude! You got you got your nice <laughs> swinging calm, wild more like you got your nice calm <laughs> trips, and then you got your ones where apparently you're swinging naked from the uh, swing set. Listen, the man just wanted to feel the air flowing on his balls through the swing set. Like that's all that was going on. <laughs> get it? Get a nice high swing going. He just wanted on. to get a nice breeze. He, he was hot. Okay. He, was, he was tripping balls. He was getting to the point where it was too much for him. And he said, you know what? That swing set could take me to the moon, so I'm going. <laughs> now, he he asked if they were Jesus or God? Yeah, man. He asked one of the officers when they were approaching. He was like, are you are you God? Are you Jesus? In that situation, <laughs> if you're caught in the swing set, he might have viewed him as his savior. Yeah, right, man. He just, like, imagined he was stuck. He was just like, I can't get off the swing set. It seemed like a good idea, but I'm stuck. Reli- God and the always... officer just yanks him off, just like fucking throws him on his face, and he's like, "Are you God? You saved me!" <laughs> and then he starts whooping his ass. God works in mysterious ways. Sometimes you find yourself in a uh, swing set naked, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's it's interesting how many of these uh, criminal stories we find that uh, God's name is invoked, or someone calls themselves Jesus. Oh, yeah, man. It's only natural when you're doing something wrong that you bring God into it seems, in hopes that you don't go to hell. Seems to be a constant theme. Well, that one guy in the, in one of our stories from Florida got out on the overpass and was saying he was God. Oh, he yeah, he was God, though. <laughs> they tased God, that means. They tased God, and you better believe that those officers are going to hell for tasing Jesus. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's always, I guess, some sort of... Uh, inspiration was, did he say he was god or jesus i can't remember i swear he i swear he said he was god he said he was god okay okay he's like right. he's like i'm god and he like pulled over <laughs> on an overpass and was trying to jump over like what are you uh, doing yeah what it's are you doing man it, it's a constant theme and it continues into our next story where new jersey man said holy spirit told him to defecate in a stanford church ah oh, come on that's not holy God told me I gotta Holy go take shit. a shit, and I gotta, it's it's a bad shit, so I gotta go confess it. <laughs> oh my god. So he, he had to do it in the witness of, of the higher power. New Jersey man may have to say a few more Hail Marys, this uh, snarky article says, <laughs> after, huh. after uh, Mr. Hurt, who's 65, ran into a church found his way into the confessional and took a crap and i guess he pissed in there as well he was completely naked oh my 
God. What is with these naked people? You just got to shed that clothing and listen to God. the Holy Spirit. Clothing's the devil. You, you never got naked and ran into a Dunkin' Donuts and grabbed all the chocolate frosted because they're the devil? I haven't, but it sounds like you have experience in this. I'm not going to say I haven't. <laughs> but you're not going to say that you haven't incriminated yourself. Very smart. The uh, the man was charged with third-degree burglary, third-degree criminal mischief. That is a little mischievous, going and shitting in a church. Oh, yeah. That's just along with di- desecrated. Along with disorderly- That's not holy anymore. <laughs> they need to burn it down and start over. Holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. His body. Literally. Literally. He, he was also charged with disorderly conduct. Um, that's, well, I guess if you're naked well, in a church, yeah. Yeah. We gotta give it to him. Yeah, right. it's just... You gotta give him a couple slaps on the wrist. Hey, that's insane. His bond was set at twenty five hundred. You could crowdsource that shit. Oh, that's nothing for that kind of crime. Yeah. Damn. So theme <laughs> for that kind of crime. That's uh <laughs> make that back in a second. <laughs> I, I imagine he was running in there yelling sanctuary. That's the only thing that makes it okay. Oh man. That's crazy. <laughs> sanctuary! That's crazy. It's like oh he's going <laughs> he's going right for the confessional. Oh man. <laughs> well that's the type of evidence you might want to bury you know so you don't end up with all those charges you gotta, you know, you gotta shit you, outside and dig a hole and dig a hole and you just bury it and that leads us to our next story here and what we have here is that a conservation biologist has quite the story it's, it's an odd one um generally this this gentleman he studies scavengers and uh so he leaves corpses of like different animals out in the desert um, yeah, um, I think we should investigate see what's going this on. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's like, he getting? This? <laughs> oh, they're they're animal corpses. Just to clarify, right? Yes, yes. This one, in, like people. In this instance, was a was a cow. He's, he's <laughs> like, ah, don't worry about these bodies in the back. I'm just dragging them out ah. to the desert for the scavengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Human cadavers. Where'd you get those bodies? Where'd you get that? Hey, don't worry. It looks like the missing guy that's in the newspaper. <laughs> You're about to be that guy. <laughs> Come here, I gotta show you something. Why don't you get all the way in there? Get a good look at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this hole right here. Slam. Climb in there. Tire Climb in squeal. that hole real quick. <laughs> I'm just gonna grab this sledgehammer real quick. Turn around. <laughs> and now I got another <laughs> research dummy. <laughs> It just keeps going, and you never run out that way. You always have bodies. That's you know? that's, that's how the you lure a body with a body. That's, that's how this guy is operating. Change. It seems. Okay, so realistically, <laughs> this conservation biologist he studies the patterns of scavengers, and what he's doing here is he's leaving these corpses out to try to see what what kind of um, actual footage he'll gather. He leaves a camera with the carcass to to study everything. So he comes back to this carcass a few days later. The carcass is gone. He, d- he doesn't know what happened. So he unloads the camera and he uh, looks at the photos and he realizes that a single American badger had excavated tunnels underneath the carcass. Why has he got to be American? And he's American. He's an American <laughs> badger, man. That ain't that ain't one of those European badgers. That ain't one of those Canadian badgers. It's a hard-working, red-blooded, flag-waving, That's a goddamn American badger. I'm badger. so jacked up on America. That's red, white, and blue blood, man. What you talking about? <laughs> so anyway, this badass badger decided to excavate tunnels underneath the carcass so that the carcass would drop into a hole. And then the, the badger takes the dirt and covers the goddamn thing. So then he, bur- he makes another burrow beside it so that he can just chill inside of his little home and feast on this giant cow. For five fucking days straight, the badger feasted on this cow. Um, this has never been recorded in history at all. Any scientific evidence of like a badger taking down anything larger than a jackrabbit. So that's what's really interesting about this. This is some David Attenborough shit right here. Dude, it's wild because we think we know like the patterns of these animals, and we we don't know shit. We don't know what they're capable of. We don't, you know. I mean, it's amazing. Yo, if you passed um, out for five days in the desert. First off, you die of oh, dehydration. Dude. Secondly, and if you didn't, a badger's gonna bury your gonna ass and start snacking on bury you. Bury <laughs> So badgers are known for actually creating an underground food locker, you know, that would be called like a cache, and uh, it's just how they store the food to actually protect it from other like carnivores or scavengers, and also prevent decomposition because the earth is cooler. Um, you're gonna lose the uh, the heat from it. You know, you're gonna slow it all down. Yo, badgers are evolving. Um, Dude, they're crazy. They're crazy smart. 
And they're one of the top predators, man. It's amazing what they can do here. They look cool like, as uh, shit, too. Like any other predator, they just drag away the food and they fight off anything that comes for it. This guy's like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to save the energy, bury it. They won't even know it's here. He's using his head. He's getting smart He's about it. Yeah, he is, man. The badger's he, got a brain. I mean, there's cultures that, like, preserve their food underground and throughout history. Like, that's that's like a... Oh, yeah. I don't want to say profoundly human, but that's, like, definitely a, a step up in the evolutionary ladder. Oh, yeah, it's ladder. intelligent behavior, man, to understand what, what burying does like that. Like, you the, teach the whole that method of it. to your little badger offspring? You're going to have oh, more dude. successful badgers. We're continuing with the small mammal. Is a badger's a mammal, right? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're continuing yeah, oh, yeah. with the small mammal theme here into our next story. Where but the he- You forgot to mention you're just getting deadlier. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. There is, this badger got got an easy meal. These easy. squirrels in this oh, next story, they got to work for it. Oh, they're fighting for it. They're fighting for every meal. <laughs> So uh, the headline reads, woman arrested for training s- uh, squirrels to attack her ex-boyfriend. Oh, my God. What did this guy do that she had to train an army of squirrels to form an attack? Uh, broke up with her, I guess. That's Jesus Christ. That's all Be we got Be careful out there today, people. You never know what you're getting into. You know, just, you, might uh, just... Keep a, you know what? Keep a tennis racket on you. That's a good way to defend yourself against oh, squirrels. That's a really good way to defend yourself against squirrels. Don't. You gotta work that would on be a fun hand. way. Dude, you work on your backhand. Squirrels are going everywhere. Everybody's <laughs> having a good time. Yeah, they're not <laughs> getting hurt either. They're just sort of like, you know, flying a little bit and landing. I so, don't know. Maybe that impact might be a little more than flying and landing. It depends how hard you're swinging that <laughs> you get racket. You get crunched squirrel very easily, I feel like. Yeah, well, swing it sideways. You're talking deadly weapon squirrel-wise. <laughs> oh, God. Hit him with the edge of the racket. <laughs> 45-year-old Janice was arrested this morning by officers of the Detroit Police Department for allegedly capturing numerous squirrels <laughs> and training them to attack her former lover. Uh, <sighs> James Robinson was presumably attacked by rodents on more than a dozen occasions over the last month. This was an all-out assault over the course of a month. The poor man That's- had no idea why the squirrels kept attacking him. Until he saw his ex-girlfriend, a former circus animal trainer, cheering the animals from one, during one of the attacks. That's ridiculous, man. I, I just can't get over this. The headline alone is just so classic. This I is mean, cartoonish. It, this it is, is straight cartoonish. Ridiculous. The woman's mugshot, like we were talking about before, is just... It makes it... It's the, it's the cherry on top. She looks like an evil villain who would use squirrels. She can't control her her eyes. How can she control a pack of squirrels? We're definitely posting her mug up on the fucking uh, review. Oh, dude, the the, sideshow is getting the the mug. The mug (laughs) of the mug shots of all time. The the man, this is no joke. The poor man had no idea why the squirrels kept attacking him. It turned out to be his his ex who, like, how many people have an ex-girlfriend who's a circus trainer? Who could train animals? Dude. Who can train fucking squirrels of all things? Squirrels? Who thought squirrels were trainable? Let now alone in an aggressive matter. Oh, here we go. This is what I was looking for. These attacks caused him many serious injuries, including the loss of two fingers, one testicle, and yeah, that's it. But that's way more than enough. Yeah, that's that's way more than enough. The God, can you imagine a squirrel coming a for your nuts? Can you imagine squirrels coming for your nuts? There's no fighting that off. Well, they're little. I mean, you can squat all you want. You can have a tennis racket. They're going to get by. It, well, I mean, there only needs are, to be two. You're not going to get two at once. So they they're squirrels. So they for your nuts. Dude, they <laughs> climb right up your leg. You're done. They're going to get in between. They're going to get up your pant leg. You're fucked. You're, oh, you're yeah. losing your nuts. They're nut masters. That's what Yo, they do. They also found in her residence a uh, dozen cages with a total of 27 squirrels. They also what? found two dozen training dummies with pictures of the dude's face taped over the dummy's face. Dude, she had an assault complex that she's this been fucking insane. evolving squirrels to be rabid, deadly attack creatures. Imagine it, was, okay. imagine it was the badgers instead of the squirrels. That guy would be dead. Badgers, dude? You're done. He'd be You're dead. done. There's no way. Dude, three badgers. Try fighting them off. One's going for your jugular. That, like, no one wants to kick a squirrel. Nah, dude. They're so little. They're, they're forcing like fucking, it to. 
They're like rats with fucking a big bushy tail that can really climb. They're kind of <sighs> cute, but not when they're fucking biting your nuts off. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Nothing's cute when it's biting your nuts off. What was she charged with again? Did she get like multiple charges? Like animal abuse? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, she. Oh, she did have a couple of charges. I'm trying to find them here. They. They said. First off, this is funny. They say that her choice of training squirrels instead of dogs or bears suggests that she might be suffering from mental problems. We were talking about bears what? before. It's like, why wouldn't you choose a bear? Why wouldn't you just How would train? she get a bear, though? That for would the, be the hardest thing. You know, you could train one bear for the price of 30 squirrels. Oh, God. It's like, that's just You need to come up with a trank to get that bear, though. Like, if you're going to steal, like, a bear cub, start it from birth. Or if you're going to go with a full method and just, like, take out a fucking full-grown, like, black bear. You're <laughs> just going to put it in a cage and teach it to be aggressive. It's usually grizzly that they train, right? Grizzlies are actually, like, people always think that grizzlies are, like, the worst of the worst. Grizzlies are the most trainable bear there is. And that's I why you'll so. find that grizzlies are in movies more and yep. commercials. Um, and you'll see that people actually own grizzlies in um, other, like, countries especially, like Russia, Europe in general. You'll find families that actually have grizzly bears as, like, um, like a pet. It's, it's weird. Like, I've seen quite a few documentaries and uh, different articles online about it. Now, while we're um, on bear info, I think it's important we should point out, if, uh, if you're encountering a bear at any point in time, you, they're, depending on the species, you're going to have to use different tactics. But one tactic yes. that always works against any bear... Poke that fucker in the chest. You just they don't like that. You yeah. Just two you could get fucked up, though. You do that to a grizzly, you're going to get fucking... Well, okay. Polar bear people, if you ever see a polar bear, fucking run. Like, there's nothing you can do against a polar bear. They're the most aggressive bear there is. Okay? There's no there's no solve to for that. All bears will fall if you go, go like, run downhill. All bears have... F their front legs are shorter. They'll fucking roll. That's a little trick about bears. I've heard that. I have heard that. You, you run downhill anytime a bear is chasing you, and they get fucked up because of the, the front legs. Now, as far as, like, black bears and grizzlies, they're vastly different in the different interactions, like, if you ever encounter one. Black bears usually run. A grizzly, like, you have to stand still. You don't fucking move. You don't move forward. You don't move back because you, will, you entice them to actually investigate more. See, my plan was poke them in the chest with two stern fingers and correct their <laughs> You go, you don't even fucking know where a semicolon goes, you son oh, of a bitch. You fucking man. don't even know what an apostrophe is. You don't is. even know. You, you know what's funny? Poke the gentleman in our next story would help that bear right the fuck out. <laughs> what we have in our next story, we don't have an identity, but we do have a location. Somewhere in Bristol, England, we are dealing with a gentleman or lady that is running around in the nights as some kind of vigilante. And what they are doing is they are going around correcting street signs and shop fronts where the apostrophes are in the wrong place. That's always annoying. While that might seem... It is annoying. It is annoying. And somebody's finally fed up, and they're doing something about it. Nice. Now, in the it, it's like uh, it's a graffiti artist, obviously, so he's running around with... Or she, let's be correct here. They're running around with a spray can, fixing this, making a statement of themselves. A lot of people believe it's like an answer to Banksy, who is also like... Uh, he's a world-renowned... Uh, graffiti artist, political activist, and right. a director. Banksy is, you know, English-based as well. There's a lot of theories behind Banksy. A lot of people think that it's um, a specific guy, um, and uh, some other people think it's, like, a group of people. There, there's a whole mystery about it. Banksy's identity has never been confirmed, but he's the most legendary graffiti artist of all time. And everybody believes that this is kind of, like a tag along like this guy's like influenced by Banksy and that's why he's going out and doing this work because it's something that's very noticeable instead of you know like typical graffiti artists that will run and tag a wall or tag a train you know the typical things I appreciate he's actually doing something yeah I appreciate his effort in trying to like he's doing a statement correct yeah. spelling or gra grammatical errors in a way yeah, because we've all seen it. I mean, you know, like, it's common to misspell a word to make it look appropriate for your business's name or, like, things like that. A lot of the times it seems to be people, it's plural versus possessive for an S exactly. with an apostrophe. Yeah, with the apostrophe, yes. This, they, they have dubbed him the apostrophizer. Um, <laughs> and if, if you're interested in hearing, uh, BBC has an actual radio um, segment about it on Radio 4 
that you can check out. Just look up the Apostrophizer on BBC. You'll find I, I it. Like it's a little, half an hour segment. I like the little tool that he had. Yeah, man. It's fucking crazy. He's pretty cool, man. If you're going to make a statement, I mean, make it noticeable. And I mean, at least he's doing something that's not just like a statement on its own. It's like he's actually doing something with intent. I, I just <laughs> you know? imagine this dude was so pissed like throughout most of his life about people like misusing... Do you think we have a lit like a literature major here? Yeah. Like, do you, what do you think? Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, it's like, like a right? professor from like a local college or something who's in. Can you imagine? He's like forty-five. Like, I can't deal with it anymore. It's like I just <laughs> gotta run fix around it. Spraying the fuck out of the city. It's a cool story, and it, yeah, like you said, it is reminiscent of Banksy. It, it very much is with a statement. Um, and people, if you don't know Banksy, uh, check out, check out a few documentaries you can find him in. Exit through the gift shops on Netflix. Um, better in than out. You can find him in uh, Gaza. There's so many. The Son of Migrant from uh, Syria. There's so many documentaries that cover Banksy. There's books everywhere. It's a mystery of its own. And like I'm, I'm very interested in the graffiti world. So like Banksy's always been a, a subject of interest to me. It, it's it's crazy, man. Some of these artists really go the, all the, the way out. Whether Banksy's one or multiple. The mysteriousness and an anonymity that the uh, graffiti world sort of has come along with it is always really interesting. Yeah, because you have to, of course, because graffiti is illegal everywhere except for fucking Korea, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought that was awesome when you took that trip that, like, when you told me that, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's amazing. We should we should really actually edit some of that and throw it up on uh, the website or, or something. That's a good so idea. Just people can see it. Yeah, because, I mean, the artwork that you were just, like, cruising by was, like, literally just fucking gorgeous. Like, there was so much intricate design in some of that shit that you were sending me that I was just amazed. Hell yeah. They party crazy in Korea. <laughs> no, oh, no yes, weed. they do. You can't smoke. No weed. But you can get but drunk. But alcohol, right? Yeah, you can get really drunk. And you can get, like, meat grilled at, like, 2 a.m. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with meat grilled at 2 a.m. at all. Right. <laughs> So uh, that that's pretty much it for the rest of the news or all of our news segment. We are we're moving on. Uh, we got two more segments for you. We're go giving you some movie suggestions, some music suggestions. Which do you want to do first? I was almost we were planning movies. I was almost thinking about switching it up and doing music. Okay, well I'll take the lead. Okay, so who I'm going to start out with is Bears Den, and Bears Den is a British fo uh, folk rock band from London. They formed in 2012. I've been listening to these guys for months now. Um, one of their songs in particular caught me on a random playlist, and I fell in love with it immediately. It's three guys, and actually one of the guys, um, it's Andrew Davey, Kevin Jones, and John, Joey Haynes. And Joey Haynes actually left the band in early 2016, and they have a fill-in guy, Christoph Van Der Vien. He's not an official member, but he's a session musician. These guys do everything from, like, uh, they're labeled as a folk band, but they have a lot of, like, uh groovy like electronic tracks too as well yeah when you played it for me i would I, I wouldn't think folk like that wouldn't be the first thing that came to mind really the first song i'm gonna play is not folk at all but the second song i'm gonna play is definitely got folk bass to it and you'll you'll hear that in the tone but the first song is the song that caught me um i'm gonna play emerald first. storms raging through my mind just a whisper in the shadow Alright, so that was my favorite song from Bears Den that is called Emeralds. Um, fucking amazing song. I just I play that song way too much for my own good. <laughs> it's cool. It's got like a weird like I don't know how to describe it. Like uh, weird it's like retro good but way. not retro. Like, I don't know. It, uh, it is I a want, tough like, one. For some reason the word phantom comes to mind when I listen okay. to that song. I like I that. I, I don't know how it. to describe it. it. 
it is kind of like a phantom melody going on there. Just yeah, like, like the way their their the way their voice, uh, the lead singer's voice is going with it too. Like, it, it's cool. I, I every time you throw it on, you've thrown it on a lot. I've enjoyed it. I'm not sick of it yet. Ah. I appreciate that because, it, yeah, it's one of those songs, man. You'll hear me reference it every time we talk about music. I pick bands that the song caught me immediately because that's what I like. I like a band that just they have the energy that, you know, fits my partaking interests. Yeah. Um, the next song, as I was saying, is a little more folky. This song is called Bad Blood. Um, it's a little bit of an emotional song, um, but it's got the sweetest little melody to it that I just I love it. So here's Bad Blood. Off of islands from Bear's Den. I don't mean to scare you at all. I'm just trying to drain all this bad blood. All this bad blood. All my bad blood. I slash the tide. To the structure of this house that we built And I fucked it, yeah, I fucked it And I fucked it until Those folks, they took All they could Alright, so yeah, that was Bad Blood um, That was off of their most recent album Check them out Bear's Den is one of my favorite acts right now um, Amazing and the funny thing is, uh, we were talking about how like one of the songs sounded like Mumford and Sons, right? Yeah. How yeah, Bad Blood sounded was, like that. Bad Blood was a lot more folksy than the first one that you had played. Yeah. Well, the the cool thing is um, Communion Records is the label that actually was formed by Bears Den member Kevin Jones with Ben Lovett of Mumford and Sons. So they actually have an interaction together as bands. So it's quite funny that you had mentioned that they sounded very similar. I, I like what they're doing more so than like Mumford and Sons. Yeah, Mumford's got that mainstream radio sound a little bit now. Um, yep. But yeah, yeah. If you want a good folk and quite a few different tracks in there that aren't folk, um, they're a good variety band. Honestly, check out Bears Den. Really fucking good for a band that's only been around for four years. Yeah, absolutely. All right, getting into my suggestion for music. I have chosen the Cool Kids. Oh, real cool. They are a rap group. Uh, they've been a while, uh, around for a while, actually. They just... now. Actually, I'll get, I'll get into that in a second. They, they formed in 2007 and put out two albums uh, between 2007 and 2012. Uh, their albums are The Bake Sale and When Fish Ride Bicycles. They took a bit of a hiatus for a little while. Yeah, the group is made up of Sir Michael Rocks and Chuck English, who are two rappers out of, I want to say, I want to make sure I get this right. They're, one of them's out of Michigan. And the cool the thing that I always thought was cool with the, this group was the fact that they originally collaborated over MySpace. Yeah, that's interesting. The, That's how they were sending the tracks. Yep, <laughs> one of them was creating the beats, the other was doing the uh, the lyrics, and they were able to coordinate that way. They've worked over the years with a uh, number of different artists, including uh, Yellow Wolf, uh, Drake, Travis Barker, Lil Wayne, Ludacris, Mac Miller, Maroon Five, and they, like I said, they worked on those two albums until 2012, and then they went off, sort of did their own things for a while. One of their songs that I have chosen for us to uh, listen to from that period is called "Basement Party." It's spelled like bass, like uh, treble and bass, and it's I, I I don't know. They have a fun feel to the way that they rap. It sort of has like funny lyrics at times they don't take themselves incredible like too seriously and that's sort of what i like about them yeah it's nice to see there's not enough acts out there like that anymore yeah they they have fun with it it's not all about how hard they are for the most part which is uncommon in especially a rap group 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is basement party. Summer when it's hotter than the oven. We the coolest kids we know. So you know we into something that involved doing something with the trunk to get that bass drum pumping. It's my party, so get up. If you don't, you get and jump. What's happening? Hey, where's the party? Say you heard me say that it's a party right around my way. So if you finna start it, then don't do nothing small. Get everyone involved in saying it is a party. What's happening? Hey, where's the party? Say you heard me say that it's a party right around my way. So if you finna start it, then don't do nothing small. Get everyone involved in say that it's a party. One to the two, three to the four, Chucky and Mike is at your door. We don't not, we straight on that. You can wait on that. I don't like the questions you ask, so let me tell you a little bit about myself. Everywhere I go, I act the ass, and if you ain't know, better go and ask at every party. I so that was Basement Party by the Cool Kids. Uh, that was one, like, I, I listened to that, like, we were just talking about, on the way to our extracurricular activities during school uh, when I was back in high school, so... That's that's Hell a bit yeah. of a throwback. That's from their first one, which was called Bake Sale. And they have another album, as I said before, When Fish Ride Bicycles. You should check that one out. But this next song is something that they just released. The video for this came out on the 27th of March on YouTube, at least. And okay, so this is the um, stuff coming out of hiatus. Yes, this is their, okay. uh, their 2016 to present uh uh, catalog i guess you would call it the okay. track is called tv dinner i've only heard it a couple times myself but i always like to plug the new stuff of the artists that are around because i'm a sucker oh, for yeah. older works you know i get stuck in in the uh oh yeah pool. dude hell yeah me too me too so this is TV Dinner by the Cool Kids. Name always in trouble. My pots had to bubble outside in the huddle with my with my main man. We ain't had no reason to do this shit. We ain't had no reason to be misfits. It was cold. It was freezing out in Richmond. It was cold. It was freezing in the district. The same city where I used to run a muck at. Now I come back and spend a buck at. Now let me show you how it look. I stood over the same stove and cooked. While I just let it marinate They think they playing the same game But I swear they ain't Wow, hold on, something Going on, call my phone Just credit card it, call it Safe thing, call it See me with the number and great thing Call it like, wow, hold on, something Going on, call my phone Just credit card it, call it Safe thing, call it so that was the new single TV Dinner by the Cool Kids. Different. Very different from their early stuff. It's oh, very fucking different, man. So modern high, now. Higher quality. Not that their beats weren't fucking fly from the beginning, but uh, it's it's got a lot more layer to it now. Yeah, it's definitely updated Cool Kids. Like... For sure. It's, uh, it, it, and it's nice to see that they've kept with the uh, sort of style that rap's gone in, like up to this modern point, but keeping their same sort of flair that they had in the beginning where they switch up on the track to a different sort of tempo. And like we were saying, it sort of reminded us of the Tyler, the Creator tracks that we were listening to in a past episode. The Cool Kids are touring right now. Uh, I think they're always just sort of doing shows from here to there. By the time this episode comes out, uh, you will be able to see them in Chicago at the Empty Bottle. That's on April 14th at 8 p.m. You can also see them later in the month, or no, later in the year. I thought this was April 26th. They're going to be in Brooklyn on August 26th. So that's that gives you enough time. Do we have uh, a uh, venue? It is the Commodore Barry Park baseball field. So oh, nice! It's an outside show. That's cool. That'd be kind of neat. Go see him at a that baseball That would be cool. Field. Hell yeah! And that's in Flushing, so it's over. It's closer to Queens, it seems. Okay. Afro Park, Afro Punk Brooklyn. Okay, that must be the uh, the name of the. Oh, it looks like it's an event. They have a, a number of people playing that. Macy Gray okay. will also be there. So, okay. 
So you can go see the cool kids of Macy Gray, uh, Macy Gray at the end of the summer. Try to say goodbye, you know. But you <laughs> I don't choke. remember her song. Oh, there we go. You saved Try me. to walk away and you stumble. Then you stumble. Try to hide it. It's clear, you know, crumbles when yeah. you're not here. That's, that's how it goes. Yeah. That's how it goes. So yeah. as always, we like to uh, let people know we put together a Spotify playlist. Matt is curating all of these and artists. These tracks that you just heard will also already be on there. If you want to go check it out, search American Slacker Podcast on Spotify. You'll find our playlist. Right now we have probably almost two hours of music on there. So if you've got two hours and you want to jam out, we got quite the interesting mix of some jams for you. Yeah, go check out the – or we'll follow the American Slacker Podcast Spotify playlist. And moving along here, we're going to get to our movie suggestions. And this week we've chosen current releases that you can actually go see at the theater right now. Um, I'm going to start out with Logan. I'm a diehard comic book nerd. I love all the superheroes. Marvel Comics. Uh, I mean, X-Men has been going on for so long. This is the 10th installment of the X-Men film series. Um, and it's the third in the Wolverine series. Now, the first Wolverine was uh, the Origins Wolverine completely different director and then james mangold took over and he directed the wolverine in 2013 and now he directed logan logan is based off of old man logan which was a graphic novel a bigger comic book basically um discussing you know the aging of a mutant where his powers are no longer acting the correct way it's quite interesting um this movie it captures old man logan really well you see hugh jackman um Wolverine's powers are just disintegrating. He does not uh, heal anymore. He's actually taking on damage. His claws won't even come out all the way. It's amazing to see the actual humanizing of uh, a superhero that you've seen for well over a decade now. Um, Hugh Jackman's been the most famous X-Men of all. This movie is amazing. Um, You actually see that he has a daughter. Hopefully I'm not spoiling too much. I mean, that's pretty evident in Those the trailer. Those are the trailers, yeah. You know, they don't really say it, but it is, genetically, it is his daughter. He didn't, you know, create her, but a lab created her. And it's very interesting the way they spin it. She has, like, claws in her feet, and they say that it's a female trait, which I thought was pretty interesting, like, uh, comparing it to wolverines in the wild. Like, I guess wolverine, like, female wolverines will use their bottom claws for protection. Huh. Yeah, so they inspired that from that. It's amazing, man. Hugh Jackman's one of my favorite actors just for Wolverine alone. This this movie holds, too. It's the best X-Men movie I think I've seen to date. And, of course, it wouldn't be an X-Men movie if we didn't have Sir Patrick Stewart in it. Oh, yeah. And Professor Sir Patrick X. Stewart, Professor X, the role that he plays in this is actually a main character as well. He's right alongside Logan the whole film. And uh, it's, it's in a way you've never seen Professor X at all. He's aging as well. He's uh, going through dementia. He's having issues where he can't control his powers. And as you know, Professor X is uh, one of the most powerful mutants of all time in the X-Men universe, the Marvel universe. So some pretty bad shit happens when his mind starts going haywire and just randomly doing things. He's, I don't want to give away too much. This is starting to sound like it's uh, X-Men retirement home. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, these X-Men should be put into the nursing home maybe in a giant lead basement where they can't fucking ruin the world because Professor X is uh, fucking shit up constantly in this movie. Oh, no. Yeah, like, honestly, man, this is one of the best movies I've seen in a while. He's fucking powerful. And, like, this movie does a really good job of, like, portraying it all. And uh, I've got to say, there wasn't any, like, dull moments. Like, a lot of the superhero movies these days are just getting out of control with the... They just want to pump them out, pump them out, pump them out. This one actually has depth. It has character development. It has a storyline that you can actually follow through. I I can't get enough of this Logan. Like I've I've fucking loved this movie from the moment I hit play. Like I just I'm well, that's so good. into this. Cause like I I know yeah. that some of the X Men like series that they've been putting out has been a little. Well, you know the newer ones were like yeah. they were interesting, but I mean, dude, it's like how much can you do it? Yeah, you know? yeah. There's one on HBO right now on uh, HBO Go that I could watch. Is it with the young Professor X and uh, Magneto? Uh, I forget what one, one it is. I think it has like Olivia Munn in it. It looked like I, I might be. It might not even be her. That might be one of the older ones. Like 
Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, so I mean, I you know, ten installments of the film series. It's a bit much, you know. And this so is was, the uh, last I was one hesitant. for Wolverine. I don't want to ruin anything, uh, but okay. you could say okay. this might be the last time you'll ever see Hugh Jackman don the claws. Okay. I mean, it seemed um, like they were setting it which, up that way. It's kind of disappointing because we still have never seen Hugh Jackman don the traditional yellow and blue uh, Wolverine that we all grew up on. <laughs> yeah, the, the Wolverine costume we all grew up on watching X-Men cartoons and comic books. They probably like, which, put that together and like, you know, designed, and they were like, uh, he's gonna look really stupid. He's gonna look fucking weird, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way to pull that off in the real world, I feel like. It'd be tough. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, another thing that's cool about it is that, like, Logan is based on the end of, like, the mutants. Like, most of the mutants have been wiped out, so the X-Men are gone. It's basically Logan and Hayden trying to protect, uh, Charles. Um, and it's, it's interesting. I like when they take a different approach at telling a story, and uh, it's just not full of like all the mutants and the craziness that X Men was. You know when Magneto was fighting the X Men. Like you said, it seems more humanizing. It's very humanizing. You can almost overlook the the aspect that they are X Men, like you know, like that they are mutants. Like you see the humanizing of these people in a way that you've never seen in any of the other series. You know, Wolverine's always been indestructible. There was no doubt about it. You see him literally brought down to normal people are beating the shit out of him. Damn. Yeah. There yeah. So it's, it's definitely to quite different. Check out Logan. Everybody, check out Logan. Hugh Jackman does not disappoint. Neither does James Mangold with his directing. Nice. And and I mean, come on. Let's let's not even get into Patrick Stewart. He's oh, a yeah. fucking goddamn knight. <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart to you. So the movie I decided to watch was Hacksaw Ridge. Now this, Another well-talked-about movie. This was directed by Mel Gibson. It starred Andrew Garfield, who you might remember from one of the more Spider recent Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yep, one of the Spider-Man movies. I thought he was pretty good in that. He was good. I, I did dig him. I don't like Tobey Maguire, so I will say that. Especially, what is the fuck was up with Spider-Man 3 with that emo bullshit? Can yeah, we just that, address that? That was really <laughs> odd. And then having Eric Foreman play... Uh, uh, fucking Venom. Yeah, You are not Venom, Eric Foreman. Go <laughs> back in your Vista Cruiser. <laughs> so this was a movie... It was a period piece about a soldier going into battle during World War II. He was fighting in the Pacific Theater uh, on Okinawa. And he was... Okay. He was a conscientious objector, but he felt a duty to serve his country after Pearl Harbor. Yes. Taking patriot pride, yeah. Essentially, they set up his family life where his father is also a veteran, and he saw the horrors of war. His mother's against it because she's very religious, and they're Seventh-day Adventists, which means they go to church on Saturday, and his mother also made it very clear that, like, thou shall not kill was a very serious commandment. Okay, so he's definitely against any type of harming human. So he felt a need to serve his country, but in war, he even, he wouldn't kill. He didn't fire a shot, right? No. Yeah, uh, yeah. And this is, um, this is actually historically, uh, this is like based on something that actually happened, I believe, right? Yes, this is based on army medic Desmond T. Doss. Okay. And he, it, it's it's an amazing movie. It's it definitely is gory and it glorifies violence to a certain extent. Okay. But it also at the same time show it's showing. I feel like it showed that violence in order to make the point that like killing was wrong and all you're doing is like murder. Like he saved a ton of people. He's the only person to, I think, receive a Medal of Honor or something like that without killing anyone. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. one of the most prestigious he, awards you can ever get he in was, war. He was uh, the first man in American history to receive the Medal of Honor without firing a single shot. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder if anybody has done that since. I bet you n- no. <laughs> he was all about being a medic. And that That's what it came down to. Uh, there was an amazing... Uh, like I don't, I don't want to ruin too much of the movie. It's uh, 
one that you should definitely see. It's a little bit long. It's like close to two hours, I believe. But it's totally worth watching. I I enjoyed the uh, the action scenes, the love scenes between him and his wife were really good. I felt like they set that up really nicely before he ended up going to war. Vince Vaughn is in it. He's really funny oh, in it. I love Vince Vaughn. He, He's uh, another one of my favorite actors. He plays the uh, the unit commander. Okay. Okay. Rules he's, authority. Yeah, he's good he's at that. Giving everyone shit. Everyone gets pissed at him for a little while, you know, because he like they're like, oh, this, if you you know are looking for someone to protect you, don't look to this man. Like they were all pissed off at him trying to get him kicked out of the army. It's it's the a guy really, that wouldn't fight. Yeah, yeah, it's a really really good movie. It's definitely one worth watching. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. I've heard nothing but positive about it. Yeah, give uh, give Hacksaw Ridge a, a shot. It went up for some award. I'm trying to remember what what it was. I, I was looking and I couldn't find out if it actually won for an award in the last like Oscars or whatever it is. But I could have sworn it well, went up for. Like, I just pulled it up. They have tons of awards for this goddamn sh- uh, this movie. Um, Andrew Garfield has won quite a few awards for best actor. From this movie, okay. Um, Critics' Choice, Double A C T A. Um, yeah, man, best directing for Mel Gibson from the Double A C T A. Wow, man, a lot of awards for the show. Yeah, movie, it's so. it was it, it was a really good movie. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Spider Man, not killing people. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got a, he's got like a funny little accent. That's funny. I didn't realize it was Andrew Garfield that was actually portraying the main character. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm interested to see him in this in this role. It's not a web swinger. I think we're at the end. Uh, this is the part where we lay on all the shout outs to our social media. Check out our Facebook, our Instagram, American Slacker Podcast. You can also get at us on our main hub, American Slacker You can also email us at American Oh wait, did you just say that one? No, no, okay. no, you can email us. <laughs> you can email us at americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast. That's Slacker podcast, A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast. If you want to check out our personal Instagrams, you can get at us. Uh, mine is MWG Media. And mine is Landers the Plane. All right, people, rate us and review us on iTunes. We need some love. Get at us. Hit that five star. There's no other option. There's not a four. There's not a three. There's definitely not a one or two. Five, five. or nothing. Five or nothing. Well, Stay not away nothing. if you're not going to do Don't five. give us no, I'm nothing. Just, I'm just kidding. Get a, give us what you feel is appropriate, which we all know is a five. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. And again, that Spotify playlist, check it out. We'll keep you entertained. I promise this. You can find us on our Patreon. Uh, if you go to patreon.com, search American Slacker Podcast. We figure it this way. You know, we put out about five episodes a month, including our bonus episode for you. If you donate a dollar to the show and become a sponsor, it's a roughly 20 cents per episode. If you think we're worth that, it's way less than a dollar, you know. What can, what can you get for a dollar these days? Like, you can't even make a goddamn collect call for a dollar. That's, that's I mean, pretty much five hours of entertainment for a dollar. We're giving you an hour of entertainment every week. Yeah. We <laughs> uh, furthermore, it. if you want to check us out, we got another project coming out very soon for you guys. We're going to be releasing the pilot of what we like to call, so far, Shut Up and Watch. Um, Jesse, do you want to walk them through what Shut Up and Watch is? Yeah, Shut Up and Watch is an idea that we've kind of... Con- came up with where we watch an episode or i'm sorry not an episode we watch a movie with a guest they pick the movie it has to be one we haven't seen before and we pretty much end up talking through the entire thing so we're going to put up a bonus episode of that uh we've got one or two recorded now and hopefully uh we'll get some feedback from you guys and you can tell us what you think yeah tell us if it's uh if it's up your alley but uh, I think um, we're at that time again, people. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you all. And uh, we look forward to coming through your speakers next week. That's it. There you go. 
Oh, this is like defusing the bomb. Am I gonna make it? Am I gonna make it we in time? We have to restart. We could restart if we need to. I don't want to restart. Okay. 